Hey everyone, welcome back to the Literacy-Based Speech Therapy Podcast. My name is Kaylin. And my name is Ashley. We are both licensed speech language pathologists. If you have a love of picture books and want fresh ideas for using them in your therapy sessions, then you're in the right place. On today's episode, we're going to discuss how we assess phonological awareness, why we need to assess it, how it fits into our overall narrative and language assessment, and then what are the benchmarks we look for in a phonological awareness assessment. Yeah, so on episode 20, we went through our narrative assessment. So please go back and listen to that episode if you missed it. That's the language side of the literacy assessment. And today we are going through the decoding side of reading, which is phonological awareness. So often phonological awareness is often confused with phonics or even phonemic awareness. But phonological awareness is that umbrella term that refers to an individual's awareness of the sound structure of a spoken word. So this is everything from rhyming to segmenting sounds, phony manipulation, like everything in between those. A child who demonstrates solid phonological awareness has the ability to analyze the sound structure of oral language. Yes. So in pure form, phonological awareness tasks do not involve print. Phonological awareness tasks require a child to analyze, make judgments about, or manipulate sounds in spoken words. Thus, only spoken stimuli are needed. It's a multi-level skill comprising syllables, rhyme, and phonemes. So most of the research shows that age acquisition of phonological awareness can be somewhat fluid, but that those phonological awareness skills emerge somewhere around age four with like rhyming as the beginning. And then children should have acquired all of their skills by age seven or for sure by first grade, because you're really going to start to see, you know, spelling tests come into play and the expectation of, of reading in that, in those first grade classrooms. So I always just, they have to have it by first grade. If not, they're going to really fall far behind. So the phonemic activities, specifically of segmenting and blending, have the strongest link to word reading and later reading comprehension. And we're going to get into like specific parts of the phonemic awareness things that we're looking at and phonological. But these are the two that we really need to pay attention to. So we'll get into like specifically segmenting and blending, but those are the ones that are tied the most close. So, you know, rhyming is important, but it's not that, you know, that's not tied as closely to reading as other skills. So what is the SLP's role and why is it important to evaluate phonological awareness? Well, SLPs, we we have a unique contribution to making efforts to facilitate literacy development in children, particularly children who are at risk for reading disability. And I think we feel most comfortable, at least I personally, on the yeah. language side of reading. We Mm -hmm. think that the pre-K kindergarten teachers should be able to handle the phonics and the phonological awareness. But as SLPs, we truly are experts in sounds. Right. So we've said it before. It's our scope of practice. Mm -hmm. Okay. So we did want to mention 
a couple of research quotes. We will link to them in the show notes. We're not going to like dwell on these, but a lot of you like having these research quotes and often ask for links for them. So if you want those links, just go to the show notes and you can explore them further. But research has linked a deficit in phonological awareness, specifically phonemic awareness in kindergarten and the early grades with poor reading achievement. So that was a 1997 study. A study in 1994 said, although not all children with poor phonological awareness have difficulties learning to read, most do. So beginning like the children who begin in first grade with phonological awareness skills below the 20th percentile lagged behind their peers in word identification and word decoding throughout elementary school. And then some additional studies showed that children with communication disorders, so our children, are among children identified with poor phonological awareness. So there is a high correlation to poor phonological skills and later reading development. So if you let your kids go after kindergarten or whatever, you're going to see them back again in your in your therapy room in third grade because they have identified as reading disabilities. Okay, so here is what we're looking for in our evaluations. The first thing is word count, so sentence segmenting, which we would expect them to master by preschool. Does the child know how many words are in a sentence? So an example is, how many words are in the sentence? John has a ball. They should say four words. And the next area is rhyming. So there's recognition, which we would expect mastery by preschool. So when given two words, is the child able to identify whether or not they have a similar ending sound? So do cat and mat rhyme? And then the other component of rhyming is production, which we would expect by early kindergarten. It's a harder skill. Is the child able to produce a word that rhymes with a word that's been provided? So tell me a word that rhymes with goat. The next area is onset rhyme blending, which we would expect mastery around preschool. Does the child combine the initial consonant with subsequent vowels and consonants, also known as combining the onset with the rhyme? And we're talking about two different rhymes here. So yes. rhyming is R-H-Y-M-E, so cat and mat. And then when we say onset rhyme, it's R-I-M-E. So for the onset rhyme blending that you just said, like for pre-K, you're going to say, what word is this? B-ug. And then the student should say bug. The next area is segmenting. And again, segmenting is, is a huge component when it comes to knowing whether or not a child is going to struggle with reading. With yep. syllable segmenting, we would expect mastery in preschool. Is the child able to identify the number of syllables in a word? How many syllables are in balloon? So, balloon, you have two syllables. And then the next for segmenting is phonemic segmenting, which we would expect them to master by late kindergarten. Is the child able to identify the number of sounds within a word? So how many sounds are in step? St, eh, that's four sounds. And the next area of phonological awareness is blending. 
So syllable blending. Syllable blending, we would expect mastery in preschool. Is the child able to blend syllables in a word after they are given separately? So an example is, what word is this? Cup, cake, and the student should say cupcake. And then phonemic blending, we would expect mastery by late kindergarten. Is the child able to blend sounds in a word after they are given separately? So what word is this? T-a-p. And they should say top. Another area is phoneme alliteration. So one area of phoneme alliteration is discrimination. We would expect discrimination mastery by preschool. Is the child able to identify a word with a different beginning or last sound? So you would say, which word has a different first sound? Face, find, rope, foot. So the student should say rope because Mm -hmm. all the others have that beginning F sound. And then the next area is production, mastery, in kindergarten. Is the child able to produce a word with a similar beginning or last sound? So an example would be, these words have the same first sound. Can you add another word to the pattern? And you would give ball, bear, bank. And then the student should come up with a fourth word like bed, for example. Another area of phonological awareness is phoneme isolation. So it's being able to isolate the initial sound is one area. So that would be mastery in kindergarten. Is the child able to identify the beginning sound of a word? So an example would be, what is the first sound in ball? And the student should reply with And then the next one is final. So again, mastery in kindergarten is the child able to identify the final sound of a word. So you would say, what is the last sound in rock? And the student should reply, k. Okay. And then the next area of phonological awareness is called phoneme manipulation. The first part of that is substitution. We would expect a child to have mastered this in first grade. Is the child able to replace a specific sound in a word to produce a new word? In this example, you're going to have them change that first sound. So change the S to a B in the word from sun. Now you're going to ask them to make it bun. So the student has to know to take out the S and add a B. So they're manipulating, they're substituting that sound. And the next area of phoneme manipulation is addition, which again, mastery in first grade. Is the child able to add a sound to the beginning of a rhyme, R-I-M-E, to create a word? So the example for this is to add G to last so that they would have the word glass. The last part of phoneme manipulation is deletion. Again, mastery in first grade. So is the child able to delete the initial sound of a word? So the example would be to say, you know, can you say car without k? And they should be able to say r. So the part of this assessment, so that's phoneme manipulation These are the skills that don't play as critical a role in literacy as do segmenting and blending of sounds. So 
for me, if I'm assessing a child that I am pretty aware is going to be quite severe, I'm probably not looking at phoneme manipulation as closely as I am looking at phoneme blending, phoneme segmenting, because I'm not going to be addressing these skills. The phoneme manipulation is a pretty advanced phonological skill. What I want to see is, do they have the foundational skills? Okay, so we do have a phonological analysis available with our book companions that are on our TPT store. If you'd like to check that out, the link for that will be provided in our show notes. Also, the research articles that were referenced in this podcast episode will also be linked in our show notes, so be sure to check that out. We hope you enjoyed this episode. We know you're a busy SLP, so thanks for spending some of your time with us today. Click the description for this episode on your listening app or go to sweetsouthernspeech.com to access the show notes. We will include any links mentioned. And to continue the conversation, come hang out with us on Instagram at Literacy Based Speech Therapy, where we share lots of books to use in your therapy sessions. We would love to hear your thoughts on what you heard today. Please leave us a review on your listening app. We'll catch you in the next episode.